Chapter 1. No Irish Need Apply When my great-grandfather left here to become a Cooper in East Boston, he carried nothing with him except two things, a strong religious faith and a strong desire for liberty. John F. Kennedy The nineteenth century saw a mass exodus of Irish immigrants fleeing desperate poverty and oppression in their native country to try their luck in the United States. Two of these immigrants, Patrick Kennedy and Bridget Murphy, left County Wexford for Boston, marrying in 1849. Bridget Murphy Kennedy, whose eldest son had died of cholera, became a widow when Patrick died in a cholera epidemic, leaving her with a son, Patrick Joseph. As a businesswoman who owned a store that later grew into a grocery and liquor store, she was able to provide her son with a formal education, the first Kennedy to receive one. When the boy was 14 years old, he left school and went to work on the docks in Boston. He had inherited his mother's business acumen, and he saved his money so that he could buy a saloon, and then a second one. A third one, this one in a Boston hotel that serviced the upper classes, was purchased next. From saloons, he expanded to importing whiskey. Prosperity brought better real estate so that he could move his family, by then he was married, to East Boston, where his neighbors included not only Irish Catholics who, like him, had risen above the poverty of their origins, but also Protestants of influence. Kennedy decided that it wasn't enough to just be a businessman. He wanted to be a politician. In 1884, he ran for the first of five consecutive terms as a member of the House of Representatives in Massachusetts and three two-year terms in the state Senate. Politics seemed to be in the blood of the Irish, but Kennedy found that what he really wanted was to become a mover and shaker in the Boston political machine, pulling strings for the other candidates. His oldest child, Joseph Patrick Kennedy, was born in 1888 in circumstances very different from those that his father had risen from. P.J. Kennedy had the advantage of going to school until age 14, but his son Joseph Kennedy went to Harvard College and upon graduation with a degree in economics, became a bank examiner. When the bank in which his father was a shareholder was at risk of being taken over, Kennedy borrowed the money he needed to take control, and by the age of 25 was the bank president. He was in his twenties when he began to make his reputation and his fortune in the stock market as an investor. The Irish had been in Massachusetts long enough to have their own society, and the Kennedys were at the top of the social pyramid. Another prominent Irish family were the Fitzgeralds. Rose Fitzgerald had been educated in the Netherlands, studied piano at the New England Conservatory, and attended the Manhattanville College of the Sacred Heart before she and her father, the outgoing, irrepressible John Francis Honey Fitz Fitzgerald, toured Europe. For Rose, her Catholic faith was an intimate part of her character, a source of strength for her during a long life that saw more than its share of tragedy and trial. In 1914, the families were joined when Joseph Kennedy married Rose Fitzgerald. The marriage produced nine children. Joseph Patrick, Jr., John Fitzgerald, Rosemary, Kathleen, Eunice, Patricia, Robert, Jean, and Edward. Their father expected great things from his children, and each one had a story to tell. But the Kennedys were Irish and Catholic, and the nation was grounded in a primacy of the Protestant elite making Joseph Kennedy's social aspirations seem foolish. Kennedy vowed that before he was 35 years old, he intended to make a million dollars. The 1929 stock market crash didn't damage the family's wealth. 
Kennedy had become a multimillionaire during the booming 1920s and prospered during the Depression. The canny Irishman credited his sense of timing with his prosperity, and by 1935, he was worth $180 million. He was a rich man, but he was still an Irish Catholic. The money came readily, but it wasn't enough to have money. Kennedy wanted power as well. The patriarch of the Kennedy clan was, like his father before him, not only a businessman, but also involved in politics. He supported the candidacy of Franklin Delano Roosevelt in the 1932 presidential election, but his campaigning and support didn't lead to the cabinet position he coveted. Instead, he was named the chairman of the Securities and Exchange Commission, using his background and knowledge of the banking industry to bring about reforms. The children of Joseph and Rose Kennedy lived lives of privilege. Protected by the privation of the Depression years, John Kennedy admitted that he had no personal experience of the grueling years of the Depression, and only knew about it from the books he'd read when he was a student at Harvard.